Benifer is back. Brad and Jen are friends again. And Paris Hilton is somehow still making headlines. 20 years later, we're living in the world that the 2000s tabloids created. On this series, I'm going to tell you the story of a decade of American life through the trash we love to consume. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Claire Malone, and this is Just Like Us, the tabloids that changed America. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reals always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. <laughs> and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with celebrities that make us feel old. <laughs> JLo's Marry Me. And which Spider-Man is wearing a fake butt? <laughs> it's the hard-hitting journalism here at Tea Time. <laughs> this is what you come here for. Um, yeah. Okay. First category is Tea Time is checking in with celebrities and and or news that kind of makes us feel old this week. I think we spiraled a bit. Starting with, this is in essence not huge news, but to me made me think a lot about my life is Abigail Breslin got engaged, which is amazing. Congratulations to her. She's 25. I don't know why, because I am older than her. So, but in my mind, she is still like Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. And that came out in 2006. So it was uh, shocking news, but it's completely normal. Obviously, they've, her and her now fiance have been together since 2017. She's engaged to a guy named Ira Kunyaski. So, Hmm. you know, we don't hear from her much. I know she was also in Scream Queens. So she like came back for a bit. But anyway, saw her name, saw that she's getting married and was like, wow, shit. Similar feeling yeah. to when Joe Jonas like got married, had a baby, all that mm. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Makes you think about your life. 
It um, does. All right. Two birthdays <laughs> uh, this week that also had us feeling a bit old. First one, Millie Bobby Brown, um, mm. you know, iconic child star of Stranger Things. A child no more. She turned 18 this week um, and she had a great time. She, you know, had a big party. She posted pictures in a limo in like this floor length sequin gown, these long yeah. extensions. Uh, she did a Barbie dress up party with her boyfriend, um, who is 19. Uh, who's John Bon Jovi's son. Yes. Ooh. However, here's my thing with Millie Bobby Brown. And we've talked about this a lot on the pod. Obviously, she's been through a lot. It's been very difficult to grow up the way that she has grown up. All we want for her is for her to get some new stylists and enjoy the last few years of her teens. Because she, sure. for years, has been styled in a way that makes her look 35. Mm-hmm. And these parties were no different. First of all, oh, I mean, she looked beautiful. She looked beautiful. The dress just like was, it was just not what I would have chosen for her in. I mean, you know, you want to look fancy and flashy and glamorous on your birthday. And I get that. It just seemed like an odd choice. And the weirder choice was the birthday Barbie party outfit. Because if you told me, I I didn't know initially that this was a Barbie costume because (laughs) she's wearing a blonde wig. Yes. But she has like this Renaissance gown on, like Renaissance draped gown. Mm. And she's supposed to be a Barbie. I'm like, Renaissance. You, you say, you, you're right. You say that you're having a Barbie party, and in your head, you're like, okay, fun, blonde wig, pink clothes, maybe like mm. some sort of like '80s outfit, or like yeah. it's just should be a fun prompt. And I'm like, you don't have to look like you're going to the Met Gala, you know? Yeah. So true. I just, again, I was like, just have fun, Millie. Like, just, just not just be a teenager. It's not to you know? equate Millie Bobby Brown with a uh, or group her in with a TikTok star. However, I will say Charlie D'Amelio recently has been doing a lot of red carpet looks that is fun and youthful, but obviously upscale because she's going to fancy events. So right. I don't know that Millie Bobby Brown wants the same stylist as right. um, Charlie D'Amelio, but if she does, um, she should yeah. look into it because there's I think just like, yeah, there's it's a way to possible. do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And a good example of this, I would say, is Olivia Rodrigo, who turned yeah. 19 uh, also this week. Uh, she partied at Shore Bar Santa Monica with friends. <laughs> Shore Bar Santa Monica. Can and you tell me something about that, Kate? Please. I Shore have no Bar is a really popular bar in LA. However, it's kind of notoriously like skews younger. But my friends and I, not now, but as this pandemic kind of like settles down, I've been talking about going back because it's really fun. However, we're like, are we too old? Oh my God, is that weird? And then I see Olivia Rodrigo stomping in there for her 19th birthday with like hordes of other like high school, like freshman people. Teen celebs. And I instantly (laughs) texted them. I was like, we can't. We just can't. This is a sign. She's celebrating her 19th birthday there. No, it's just not meant for us. So anyway, continue. That's why she's in this category. (laughs) She made Liz feel old. Really Um, old. But however, she, uh, I think, debuted some fun party fashion. She did kind of a pink look. She had like a pink cami on and her skirt had a big cake on it uh, and said like, I don't know what it said, something fun. Uh, And (laughs) she had a pink cowboy hat from like Party City that said birthday girl. (laughs) I was like, and it wasn't like it was a floofy outfit. Like it was pretty skin tight. And like she looked, you know, she obviously was like, I look grown up and I feel attractive in this. But like, it, it was just like, there's a way to do it where, you know, you can have the glamour, but also sort of be fun and be a teenager. So, mm-hmm. um, her birthday cake said, I'm 19 and I'm on fire, which is a Lord lyric. Yeah. Um, and as a segue, her best friend, Iris Aptow was there and Iris Aptow is dating Kate Hudson's son, 
Ryder Robinson. Uh, just a really great Hollywood child couple here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 18. She's 19. Uh, she's the youngest Apatow. He's the oldest of Kate Hudson's kids. Yeah. And yeah, that's cute, I guess. Yeah, now we got to talk about the real news, which is that Maud Apatow is in the news a lot because she's in Euphoria. Her character Mm -hmm. is actually having a fantastic season, so Mm -hmm. it's understandable. However, the teens are just realizing that she's a nepotism baby, which is fine. But (laughs) they're like like literally every actor. Yes, every young actress. Yeah, an actor. Um, But they're like, did you guys know that Maud Apatow's dad is a movie director? I yes. was like, are you oh referring God. to Judd Apatow? Oh are, I don't know what happened over the years. And also I have a personal vendetta. So maybe I know his name more than others. Yes, but do. like, when did we yeah. stop knowing who this guy was by name? Or when did the young people, the I guess? Yeah. I don't Isn't know. Isn't so weird? I guess he stopped cranking out the hits and they just forgot. They're like, I we don't guess. Need to know you. He's literally referred to just as like the like a movie yes. director. Yes. So the tweet, uh, this led to a meme or, that has been all over Twitter. Uh, so it came from Miri, at Miri M is tired. And the tweet was, <laughs> wait, I just found out that the actress that plays Lexi is a nepotism baby. OMG, crying face. Her mom is Leslie Mann and her dad is a movie director, LOL. <laughs> so first of all, she knows who Leslie Mann is. That's important points for that. And she includes these two pictures of them all on the red carpet, uh, the Apatow babies and Leslie Mann and Judd Apatow. So obviously people were like, oh, my God, I feel so old. Yeah. Uh, these, like you said, don't know who Judd Apatow is. Um, but this led to a meme where people started naming just all sorts of people. Uh, the one that I saw was um, Meryl Streep's daughter is, is on the Gilded Age on HBO. And someone posted a picture of her and was like, oh, my God, I didn't know whoever Gummer was a nepotism baby. Her dad is a sculptor and her mom is an actress. So like that was one of them. Some It got really over the top. People were like, oh my God, Jesus is a nepotism baby. His mom was, you know. Oh Lord. <laughs> his dad is the creator of life. I was like, okay, we can pull it back. Uh, but basically every every famous child of a star that you can think of basically uh, was, was subjected to this meme this week. Mm, that's really um, funny knowing Leslie yeah. Mann. I kind of still can't get over that, that's, but good for yeah. people for knowing Leslie Mann. I yeah, mean, definite points for that, go. for yeah. prioritizing her. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, agreed. What else is making us feel old this week, Amelia? Oh my God. Well, I just, uh, I feel so old. Um, sorry, <laughs> let me, <laughs> sorry. Um, the Fairly Odd Parents are coming back, but they're coming back with Fairly Odd Parents all grown up. So, <laughs> what oh, is and, that? <laughs> sorry. What is that? What is Fairly Odd Parents? <laughs> No, what is all, like what is oh, all thank grown God. up? Thank God. <laughs> oh my God. We know I killed that you didn't Amelia. watch a lot of TV in your youth. I'm sorry. Kate, so I'm it was sorry. possible you asked just that in earnest. No, I just needed more information on the, the reboot or spinoff okay. or whatever it is. Yes. So the premise of the series, and this is from a lovely Entertainment Weekly article, is that it focuses on Viv, who I don't, oh, it's Timmy's 13 year old cousin, Viv Turner. So we're passing it. On to a new, I guess, Turner. Um, and Timmy, yeah. Okay. And Timmy Turner, he's all grown up. And it's gonna, it looks like from the photos that are in this Entertainment Weekly article, it's going to be like, you know, classic Wanda and Cosmo animated <laughs> characters. And then everyone else is live action. Oh. So, yeah. Strange. So it's going to be all that kind of fun stuff. It's focused on young Viv. As she, quote, takes 
uh, she moves to the town of Dimsdale, which is where Timmy was from, um, with her dad. And he decides to reunite with his high school sweetheart uh, wow. named Rachel. Okay. And Rachel's okay. son, Roy, sees Timmy bestowing his very godparents on Viv as she deals with the change in her life. And now it's their two kids. And they're like, yeah, we're making some wishes. So... Wow. You know what's nice is that yeah. the two voices of Wanda and Cosmo are returning. So at least oh, there's good. that anchoring this show. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Were you a big Fairly Odd Parents fan, Amelia, growing up? Did you ever watch it? Um, I did. Yeah. I uh, wasn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say I, you know, rushed to the TV to yeah. watch it every sure. like sure. Friday or something. <laughs> but I, I have seen it a, like a decent amount. And uh you know, it's it's. I think it's a funny show. It's a funny show. I just don't really. I'm not super into the whole live action aspect. No, yeah. it's always weird. Animated, yeah. Also, so. didn't Drake Bell redo this? Oh um, my god, he did and with the Fairly Odd Parents movie. And yes, okay, Drake Campania. He's canceled now, right? So he's not involved in this. Oh, I would right. assume. I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so someone best else of luck is to this grown up television inventor. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it's time. on Paramount Plus, so I'll be watching You're, it. I'm yeah, sure. you got it. You're my, legally uh, bound. streaming service. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <sighs> All okay. right, last one. Last one. Here's actually something to make Gen X feel old. So people who are like, I think that that generation I think is we, like I think so plus. far on this podcast, anyone listening, the, us saying that we feel old has made them feel old. But anyway, continue. <laughs> that's, that's true. Well, now Gen X, you can feel super old because yes. Tony Hawk's son is dating Kurt Cobain's daughter. So wow. I think that's sweet. There you That'll go. I'll do it. All right. Next category is not worth the tea. I almost said New York Times I, after reading that for like 400 times in a row. Anyway, not worth the tea this week in social media and relationship news. Amelia, go ahead. Okay. So I don't know who put this in here. Kate, did you put this in It was in me. Here? I just need your thoughts. Yeah, sure. Lindsay Lohan, you know, she's she is coming back. She's got a movie in the works. She is... Engaged. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, she. I'm sorry. That was just a brain fart on Big my year my head. <laughs> She's engaged. Uh -huh. She is still living, I think, in Dubai. Maybe I don't know. Um. Anyway, uh, she has joined TikTok, and people were freaking out because uh, I think it's stupid. Because so she said she was like, "Hi, uh, I'm Lindsay Lowen, and I'm joined TikTok." And people are like, "Lowen, your name is Lindsay Lohan." So, but oh. honestly, I don't, I feel like I interchange Lowen and Lohan. I, they're not that different that you should be freaking out that you're pronouncing her name wrong. Us Weekly's got to turn out the news somehow. You know what uh, I mean? I saw true. a lot that's of articles true. about this. Like we've yeah. all been pronouncing her name wrong this whole time. So it's I, what's funny, it's what's funny yeah. is that I read the articles before, or I like saw the headlines before I watched the TikTok and I was like, Lindsay? <laughs> Lindsay? <laughs> I was like, what? How do we pronounce it that wrong? But right. yeah, I guess it's Lowen. Uh, it's Lowen, which again, I I think is kind of interchangeable. I don't know. Whatever. I, you know. So yeah, are I you guess following now we her? Know. On, now we know, <laughs> one. And two, are you following her on TikTok? I'm not yet. But she was okay. on my like For You page. So I guess TikTok oh, knows, knows that I'm interested. They do know. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Next one. Um, yes. Next one. Britney Spears. She is telling her story. She is taking all of her Instagram commentary and she's putting it into a book because she signed a $15 million book deal with Simon and Schuster wow. after a bidding war. And 
Yeah, this is huge. And someone, an insider, this is from page six, said the deal is one of the biggest of all time behind the Obamas, which is huge. Wow. So yeah. Exciting. yeah. Good for her. I, I will be buying the book. So Agreed. yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I would mm-hmm. love it if it was like formatted like her Instagram comments. <laughs> You know, you can't I like more than a, that. a page of that emojis and like the <laughs> the run on sentences. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just make it really real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Let's keep it moving. Kate. Uh, this was one of those ones that no one wanted to take. And so I took it because it was Thank still you. unclaimed. Thank you, Kate. Uh, 20 minutes before recording. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence has had her baby with Cook Maroney. And so I clicked on <laughs> I clicked on the TMZ article this morning mm-hmm. and I was like, let's find out some things to say. And there is so little info about this that TMZ filled this article with a slideshow called Guess the Celebrity Baby Bump. So I tried to guess the celebrity baby bump. Uh, Folks, I did not do well. Oh, really? (laughs) However, however, the first four celebrities on this Guess the Celebrity Baby Bump game were Mara Teagan. Never heard of her. Ashley Graham. I actually did get that one. Oh, good. Devin Windsor, who's like a Victoria's Secret model. Uh-huh. And then Christina Milian. I was like, celebrity what? baby bumps? Celebrities? So anyway, I have no info about Jennifer Lawrence. She, no one knows when it happened. No one knows <laughs> the gender or the name of the baby, where it is, where they are. Sure. Uh, anything that's Great. going on other than the fact that it is alive and in this world. <laughs> it's a baby. Great. Yeah, so. Thank you for that. Kate. You're so right. welcome. Inside source. Um, yep. All right. Well, there's that. And... Also, I have something very important to say. Um, <laughs> the Cut, our Bible, came out with something quite scary this week. They titled it, The Tyranny of the Bandage Dress Has Returned. Wow. And I got to talk about this. It's uh, basically like Herve Leger came back. It's New York Fashion Week right now. And it's like kind of becoming like maybe the It brand again for girls. Wow. And for those of you maybe listening who aren't like super familiar, they're very, very famous, kind of like in the aughts and even like through, you know, the 2000s died off in the last like five-ish, 10 yeah. years. But they're known for this bandage dress, which is like cut and stitched together, like really stretchy fabric to create a body hugging kind of like bandage effect. It is my high school worst nightmare. I have PTSD <laughs> thinking about it. I don't know about you guys, but this was like every hot popular girl's prom, semi-formal, winter, for like every dress that you could wear to an event was an Herve Leger dress. Only reserved for like really hot people and popular people. So I don't want this to return. Do you guys have thoughts no. on Herve Leger? We can't go back. Also, oh this God. makes me worry about the return of the bodycon skirt as well, which also haunted my high school days. That plagued Um, me through college, actually. Awful. Awful. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We can't do, yeah, we just can't, we can't go back to this. This is like the the it going out look. Amelia, I'm sure you've seen, like speaking of Lindsay Lohan, she rocked a lot of Herve Leger back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, It's like the club era. The club, exactly. Like I, every time I think of Herve Leger, I think of this woman I used to work with at Bath and Body Works. And she she called them Herve Ledge dresses, which just shows you just, you know, I yeah. mean, no, she's she was actually a really nice woman. But um, <laughs> but she was the prototypical type. Like she was this teeny, uh. teeny blonde woman who had big boobs and looked great. And she was married to like a a, a, a professional wrestler with his own Wikipedia oh page. And I just remember being like, wow, is this? what being an adult is like and um <laughs> but she you know talked about her herve ledge dresses and oh, no. I just I'm thinking of like people going out 
at you know ungodly hours wearing yeah. these yeah. crazy yeah. dresses. Heels, yeah. Like they and don't the look heels. good with anything but like huge heels. Huge so like heels. you gotta do that. Well, yeah. It's yeah. very much like I was wa- okay. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like okay. Well, I was watching The Bachelor, but I was watching The Bachelor, <laughs> and they were. And one of the dates recently was like the Pretty Woman date where they get a lot of free stuff, and all the oh. girls were like, "Oh my god, you got the red bottoms! You got Christian Louboutins and Christian Louboutins, the red bottoms, and her, her how how do you say it again? Sorry, her I don't know. Yeah, Jay dresses to me are synonymous one, with one another. They're, they yes. represent a time in like the late aughts, early yes. 2010s. And it's it's so chuggy. It's like if anything <laughs> was chuggy, it's those dresses and those shoes. Also, I'm we're sorry. past this, you guys. Now we got high Very rise jeans. It. We got mom's yep. like cut jeans. We're not in the low rise. Society has advanced. Like, we have yeah. healed yes, ourselves. And we need to not backtrack. Let like honestly, also these dresses are so flipping expensive. I don't know now looking at this pricey. how people are just whipping this out at every dance. But anyway, <laughs> this shall not come back. I decree it. And I won't stand for it. So that are Thank those you. are my thoughts. All right, last one in this category, Kate. Uh, just some wildlife news to just really wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, we're talking about Hank the Tank. Oh my God. Uh, Hank the Tank is a 500 pound bear. And Hank was unfairly framed. Oh. Uh, last week, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife released an article about how a 500 pound, quote, severely food habituated bear. Both Liz and Amelia have actively moved away from their computers <laughs> while I talk about this. There is no respect for Hank the Tank. <laughs> On this podcast, like, Amelia oh like God. didn't get up to go pee or something. She just said that. <laughs> wow, wow. Chad does be right. Please back. respect <laughs> Hank the Tank. Um, he uh, they released this article with a picture of Hank, who is absolutely massive. I have included a picture oh, in the outline so, so you can see him. Yeah. Uh, and he was accused of breaking into homes um, and eating literally everything. We're talking <laughs> pizza. We're talking trash. Any yeah. food that Hank could find, he was eating. And I was like, hell yeah, Hank, me too. Um, so the tweet and the article was about how they were trying to f- catch him so they could euthanize him. So Twitter oh. immediately was like, no, he's just hungry. He's a hungry guy. And can we please just lock your door and don't put your trash where Hank can eat it? And like, yeah. it'll be fine. So uh, update this week. Turns out, based on DNA evidence, Hank was framed. It's actually three bears that, wow. are, that are all, uh, you know, have been breaking into these homes, including Hank. Yes. <laughs> um, but two other bears uh, have also been doing it. And now apparently that's enough different bears that they're like, OK, this is just like a general area problem. We don't need to specifically hunt them down and huh. move them or euthanize yeah. them. So Hank yeah. is free. Wow. We're in their home. You know what I mean? Exactly. True. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hank, uh, Hank maybe could cut back on the pizza. However... <laughs> Yeah, he can continue his quest because how, now he's not going to be killed. How did you Good. find this article? This was written by the Sacramento Bee. It was all over Bee. Twitter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's a twi- He's sense. the Twitter character of the week. People really had strong feelings about right. not killing Hank. And then when it turned out that he was framed, Twitter yeah. uh, is excited. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. 
Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right. I guess we should move on to the next category, which is cringe mode. Um, This week, we're doing Marry Me, the J-Lo Owen Wilson movie. Um, Where can you find this again, Kate? Peacock and then the theaters? Okay. Yeah. It's Peacock Plus. I had to sign up for- You did? You didn't? No. Although maybe, oh, you know, I canceled my thing after the Olympics, but I bet I still have it. Yeah. Like until it stops. That's probably why. All right, Kate, the plot of Marry Me, please. Oh, you know, some weeks I remember to prepare for this and some weeks I don't. And this is the latter. Marry Me uh, stars J-Lo and she is a pop singer called Kat Valdez. And she is dating Maluma, who is Bastion. And they have this big stunt plan where they're going to get married on stage. Uh, But the second that she gets on stage, turns out that there's an article that was released of a video where he is sleeping with her assistant. And it's like, oh, no. She's on stage. It's awkward. Who's she going to marry? Uh, luckily, Owen Wilson, your average math teacher, is in the crowd with his daughter and his Ooh. friend Sarah, Sarah Silverman. And he ends up going up on stage to marry her. She commits to the bit. They decide to just continue this faux marriage uh, for publicity's sake for a couple months. Over the course of those months, they bond. They fall in love uh, for real. They end up breaking up. And then she comes back and takes him back in the end. Did I miss anything big? Probably. He t- well, he takes her back, which is, right, we'll right, get right. into that. We'll but get yeah, into right. that. Otherwise, great job, Kate. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the highlights. Um, first of all, the olive oil beauty regimen that JLo is mm. keeping up is really working. She does look absolutely fantastic. Yes. Um, 
I have qualms with like the her character overall, but I can get into that later. Um, so that was great. She looks just straight up great. This was yep. very clearly a vehicle for Jennifer Lopez to look beautiful, be in expensive like homes and inexpensive mm. outfits and kind of like be close to who she is, which yeah. I didn't like love, but it's just obviously like, it's just J-Lo. So anyway, right. she looks beautiful, like very glam the whole time. Um, then the, the one of the little kids from Big Little Lies is in there, Chloe Coleman. She's the daughter, Owen Wilson's daughter. And I was like, mm. oh, haven't seen you. I thought all those kids were great. So happy to see yeah, her. Yeah, I didn't recognize her. Wow. Yeah. Same. But yeah, the overall, my big highlight, I guess, is just like Jennifer Lopez looking beautiful and, and glamorous and expensive. Yep. So yeah. it's kind of boring. But yeah. Here, yeah. yeah. No, no. I think that's a good point. I think I agree. I love her as well. I will watch her in literally anything. So <laughs> sorry. Um, She looks great. I know this is going to sound insane. But I think Owen Wilson is so charming. I I like him. I don't Do know. Do you think I thought- he's charming in this movie? <laughs> I do. Oh, I, I do. did too. I, I did do. too. Yeah. There's something about him and just like, I don't know. He's his, his just like, he's just like, a, he's a math teacher. And you know, he's like, oh, okay. And, yeah, and just, you know what ruined <laughs> Craig the whole time. I kept going, wow. And I was like, shit. <laughs> it's the voice that like then throws me off. Because I do agree. He's very endearing. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of liking this pivot to... Because I feel like he's done so many like, you know, those like fratty guy yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. And this is a nice pivot to, yeah. you know, yeah. rom-com guy. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. My I'm going to talk about this in low light. So I'll come back to Owen. First of all, my highlight is that I actually had a good time. I yeah. a lot of people in my life told me that they love this movie. So I was like, it's going to be great. And then I saw some people on Twitter that were like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. So then I went in expecting it to be terrible. Uh, and I started filling out this outline as if I thought it was terrible. And then mm. I realized by the end of the movie, I was like, actually, I kind of had a good time. So I had to go back in and change some things. I, respect I think that. my overall take is that if this movie was made 10 years ago, it would have been legitimately good. Mm. But mm-hmm. and we'll mm-hmm. talk about this later, but it got ruined by like SpawnCon and social media and like so these right. hokey, like very mm. modern. Attempts you are so right to like make it modern where I was mm-hmm. like, if we cut yeah. out everything that had that has to do with like social media technology the last mm-hmm. 10 years. And this was just like a 2000s rom-com about a math teacher and a pop star. And there just wasn't all of the other stuff. I was right. like, this would have been good. But You're right. I, I, the things I, everything I didn't like was related to like the very modern social You're media so stuff. Right. That's mm-hmm. a great um, point. But the, I think the real redemption of this movie was everything to do with the school. I think math mm, teacher was yeah. a very cute mm-hmm. job for that's him. Great, it's like really charming. Um, he has this math club and like she comes in and talks to the students and like they go to the school dance and he gives her a corsage and it's like they're chaperoning and it was just like everything to do with the school and like the math, you know, the mathletes or whatever at the end. That was all very charming to me and like really kind of redeemed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, let's do some low lights. Let's all discuss. So I don't know about you guys because I do agree independently. Owen Wilson is really charming in this movie. Jennifer Lopez, independently, really glamorous, sexy. She's also extremely charming. She's like so flirty on screen. She's mm-hmm. like so cute. The pair together didn't work. Like, I don't know. It just like didn't, didn't sell for me, the two of them falling in love. Um, independently great. Together, it didn't think work. What did you guys think? I also kind of, I agree to an extent. Okay. I do. I did think that they were very charming. 
separately. I agree on that. And I think they they did kind of have chemistry. Mm-hmm. Here's what here's my thing I can't get past is Owen Wilson's haircut. Oh <laughs> my god. I just I couldn't get past it. I was like, or do you think it's no- a wig? I so I actually looked it up because oh. I was like, okay, in Loki, he you know, he was in this Loki show for Disney Plus and he was like full like silver fox. He had like a you know, the Anderson Cooper haircut mm. and like he was mm. looking really oh, rugged wow. and he like actually looked, that. he looked yeah. great. Like he wow. really looked great on that Wait, show. I'm looking this up. Okay, keep going. And so then I was like, is that his real hair? Is this a wig? So then I looked at pictures of them at the premiere together and he has this hair and I was like, Owen, really? you have seen what you can be. We have all seen <laughs> what you, the potential that you have and Kate. you've chosen he looks right. fantastic. He looks in fantastic. Loki. Oh my god, Amelia, you gotta like, Google it. Wait, actually oh my god. looks really good. But he has chosen to go back to first of all, it has to be dyed by now. There's no way he has this natural blonde highlighted thing going on. And he wow. has this hair at the premiere standing next to J Lo. So like this is actively a choice that he's had to maintain this horrible haircut his entire life. And mm-hmm. I don't understand it. He looks so bad. And he's getting too old for it, too. Like it almost worked when he was younger, but now. Amelia, your face is speaking volumes. Give me your thoughts. <laughs> he looks really hot and like he is. I'm like, why? How do you look in the oh mirror? Oh my God. On the set of that. looked this up as she was talking right. about it. I feel like we understand yeah. now. Yeah. And then, so like, if that, if that Owen Wilson was in this movie with JLo, I would have been like, oh. yeah, she could have like looked in the crowd and been like, totally. all right, like I'll give you a shot. <laughs> Definitely. But on the stage, you look in the crowd and you see, all you can see is this mop of blonde hair. Like there's just no way. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> and good. I just, and that was like when, you know, they're on the couch, like they spend the night together and he wakes up and he's like wearing a t-shirt and I was like, Owen, oh, like your arms look pretty good. Yeah. And I'm like the hair, I cannot yeah. get past the hair. So it's just, it's just fascinating to me that that has been an active choice throughout his career. Um, but yeah, that was what was, that was my biggest issue, <laughs> maybe possibly with the entire movie. Wow. Um, yeah. On the flip side, I have to say Maluma looking great, buddy. Uh, wow. Great singer, great performer. Can't <laughs> act at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's every okay. spoken line that he had, I was like, oh, buddy, you tried. <laughs> um, that was tough. Uh, okay. My other low light is Liz is going to talk about this later uh, when we talk about cameos, but uh, the guy who plays Sam Tarly from Game of Thrones plays mm. J-Lo's uh, assistant manager, manager, manager in this yeah. movie. And Owen Wilson has a reference to Game of Thrones that he says to J-Lo when he's talking about why he likes Camelot, the musical. I was like, yep. wait, we can't, we can't do both of these things. We can't have the actor who plays Samuel Tarly in this movie and then a reference to Game of Thrones. It does not. It's a cute little work. like, you know, a little wink, not, wink. But, but how, <laughs> how, who, how does this, ha- I just, it just took me out of it. You know, I was like, oh, we can't. You were really in it. That was what it took the moment sense. that took like, you out of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was what did it. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I took like the biggest issue with is like JLo releases a single or like does some big thing. Obviously, like it all catches up to the two of them kind of three quarters through the movie. He's like, mm-hmm. I can't do this with you anymore. And she is like, yes, you can. Please stay with me, essentially. Yeah. And he's like, no, I can't be in the spotlight. This is too much. And they actually kind of like fully go separate ways. And he is not seemingly fine. We don't get too much of him, but he's like, fine. And then he travels to this math competition and she essentially travels ditches whatever she was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Jimmy flies, Fallon. Okay, flies in coach, does all these things, like roughs it, go finds him and like convinces him to be with her. And I was just like, in no right world 
is this yeah. woman convincing this man to be like, please take me back. <laughs> I love you. This is meant to be. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. and the kid's like, come on, dad. And he's like, okay. Yeah. No. So true. No. On principle, okay. that's just so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also missed opportunity. The music we'll get to. It was, it was still cute. It was good. Yeah. It was like some bops in there. Catchy. Yeah. Um, biggest miss though was not including Marry Me by Jason Derulo. That song is a banger. Oh. And I know it's because there's a Marry Me by J-Lo in this movie and they had to replay that like four times. Yeah. But maybe in the credits, little bloopers, anything. That would be fun. Missed yeah. opportunity. Anyway. Yep. Millie has a missed opportunity. Because uh, that song, you're right, is a banger. Um, yeah. You know, honestly, I literally was not, I checked the time. It wasn't even a minute. And it was like, there's already too much TikTok in this movie. We get the TikTok frame. And yeah. another thing, we also, a lot of Instagram live in this movie too. So much. Yeah. I so hate much. that. It was so much in that Addison Ray movie. And it, all the yes. lights are like yes. burning up on the sides of the screen. I hate it. I know. And the thing is, we thought He's All That had a bunch of Spawn Con and we made fun of it for that. This movie yeah. has as much or more. And it, I guess at least the Spawn Con was like notable brands that we've actually heard of and like are like, oh, OK, I like that brand. Mm -hmm. But there was a bunch. This is what I saw. Feel free to add more. I saw Zuhair Murad, Swell, TikTok, Stella Artois, Pasquale Bruni, Coach, Vitamix, Apple iPhone. Instagram, guess, page six, late night with Jimmy Fallon, the North Face and NBC, which I, I guess I can understand because that's like it's, it is on Peacock. So that makes sense. The whole NBC thing. But still, yeah. it was like very much there. And I mean, they really hammered home like Vitamix. They want Vitamix. everyone. Oh my God. The, the way Owen Wilson stopped and had to watch J-Lo film a Vitamix commercial in this movie. I was like, well, I can't, this can't be happening. It's wild. And they have, and it's not, and they do that, but then they're using the Vitamix and she forgets to put on the lid on the Vitamix. And then there's another shot of her doing the Vitamix. And then he's walking in the street. He turns to his left and there's an image of her holding a Vitamix at the same time. And yep. then, uh, taxi whizzes by with her guest campaign. It's just like, oh my God, this is, yeah. too, this is too much. The amount of times that they had to say the words Vitamix in this movie was actively offensive. <laughs> also, I know it makes sense, but can, can we switch it up? I feel like Jimmy Fallon is the late night guy in movies. Right. Actually, maybe I've seen James Corden once or twice, but maybe I'll throw in a little Seth Meyers. I like him. Yeah. I think more than that. Dude, yeah. the Kelly Clarkson show. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Drew Barrymore sure. Hell, get yeah. crazy yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. We're going to MVP. And this we answered kind of differently than we normally do. It's my, because we all knew it was J-Lo. So we had yeah. to get creative. Yeah. My MVP are some of the lyrics to the Big Marry Me song <laughs> that they perform three to four times in separate ways in this movie. So here it is. Also, I think I read an article where like J-Lo and him like actually made this song for the movie. So I can't blame oh. anybody but them. But the lyrics are, True love got a ring, ring, ring. Church bells let them ring, ring, ring. This queen need a king, king, king. Let me tell you something. How many words rhyme with ring? About a billion. I can think of at least 15 off the top of my head and it's really early in the morning and I haven't really... You know what I mean? Why did yeah. they do ring twice? That is that's wild. That's so unforgivable. I'm sorry. It is unforgivable, Amelia. But that's <laughs> that still my MVP because the amount of times I heard that lyric and I was like, okay, 
got it. Got it. <laughs> just repeat it like, over and over and over and over again. I yeah. like how you also add a thank you, Maloom. <laughs> <laughs> that was what he brought to the movie. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, I will say also, I liked that they had a song called Church where she had like some sexy nuns and she was dancing uh-huh. with them. Oh, yeah. And I like the lyrics, church, 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 church. That was good. Yeah, yeah. agree. And um, I Real also, turn of phrase. <laughs> I know. And I also, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The marry me, marry, marry me, say yes, <laughs> say yes is going to be stuck in my head for the foreseeable future. I mean, it well, is. Well, it makes sense I, because they repeated it 4,000 times in a it's row. It's true. And it's in all the ads and it's yeah. just they get marry to. me, yeah. marry me, say yes. Like, okay, this okay, is why okay. Jason Derulo needed to come in, <laughs> spice yeah. it up. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Kate, who's your pick? Not to be a downer, but I have a least valuable player and it's Sarah Silverman. Why? Yeah. Why? Just why? You know, I she's the friend in this. Yeah. And first of all, it's like every time you have a line, you don't have to tell us that you're gay. Like, it's fine. We get it. You can say you have a girlfriend once. You don't That's have to true. every mm-hmm. single time you open your mouth, be like, by the way, I like women. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, And she just annoys me in everything she's ever been in. And I'm like, why is she still? Why are we still doing this? I would have rather watched literally anyone else. Uh, in this Literally role. Yeah. So agreed. All right. All right. Let's do lightning rounds. What is JLo's best fit, Kate? First of all, just so many options. Uh, she wears just a different outfit every 20 seconds in this movie. Yeah. I liked the yellow suit on the plane. She had like a lot of like turtlenecks with suits that mm-hmm. I thought were cool. Um, and she had like these tinted like Robert Downey Jr. glasses. <laughs> I was like, all right. But honorable mention to the bedazzled bodysuit that she wears for church that has like a big cross on the front next to the sexy nuns. Yeah. Um, Because mm-hmm. it just like is like, that's something that you would wear in real life. And yeah. I appreciate that. That's yeah. true. It's true. Um, I think that she and Brad Pitt are two people, uh, two of the only people who look good in those like conductor page boy hats. You know, remember those? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. do. I sure. thought she had a lot of really good expensive loungewear in this movie. You know, you can yes. look at something and you're like, oh, you know that matching cashmere set is like a yes. $1,000. A lot of that. A lot of like lounging in her very expensive apartments and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, Kate, you want to get this next lightning round question? <laughs> sure. Let's do what we did for, you know, January. Let's rank this movie within JLo's. I said discography. <laughs> I meant filmography. <laughs> Amelia uh, decided to answer both. Thank you so much for that. Um, in terms of filmography, the only one that I was like this again, I did not hate this movie, but the only one where I was like, this movie is for sure worse is the boy next door, uh, (laughs) which is that movie that she had where she was like having an affair with the guy who lived next door. Right. Um, she, I was looking through and she has a lot of movies that I've never seen and never heard of where I was like, okay, this is probably better than these. She has like a spy movie with Jason Statham where I was like, that can't be good. Mm. Um, and a few of like her action movies, I feel like are pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on like what you're judging it on. But like as a J-Lo movie, I thought this was actually better than several of her movies. I agree. I was like, honestly, it's not that bad. It might be one of the better ones. Some Sometimes it's rom-coms are just hit or miss. They are really yeah. hit or miss. And um, I think that it's obviously not as good as like The Wedding Planner, but it's mm. uh, it's better than some other ones. Better I'm, than Geely. I forgot Geely. That's actually the at the very, very bottom. Yeah. I'm curious you said that, Amelia, because I feel like that I guess this is I, I would say this mid-tier. I feel like she's done a couple of really good rom coms, or maybe yeah, it's just yeah, that I watched totally. them again like 10 years ago. I really, really liked them. So maybe if it was released yeah. in the same time, it'd be the yeah. same. But 
It's yeah. true. And also yeah. discography, honestly, one of the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, they've yeah. been trying to yeah. push this music and I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Agreed. They, it's like they just spent 10 seconds on it, it but then really though. tried to push it so hard. Oh, yeah. Very strange. Um, okay, no one answered this next question, so I'm just gonna because you did such a good job. You, did, yeah, you can't talk whatever, it, guys. Whatever. Um, I wanted to know where the name Cat Valdez ranks among fake pop star names in movies. Like, there's so many movies where it's like mm-hmm. a pop star is playing themselves, but they can't call them mm-hmm. J Lo, so they have to call them something else. So here's my take. I think it's better than Allie Main, which is Gaga's name in A Star Is Born, because she just goes by Allie when she's a pop she star. I'm like mm-hmm. the search engine optimization on that. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, and I like that Cat Valdez has two names. Like she's not like Cat. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like just do it two names. It's fine. Sure. Um, I think it's better than Shane Gray, which is Joe Jonas in Camp Rock. <laughs> Thank um, you for including him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> However, I would say that the one that I think is better than Cat Valdez is. Kelly Cantor, who is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in Country Strong. That one's got the alliteration. Thank you so much. Uh, it's like a country <laughs> name. It's catchy. It can't uh, be beat. But Cat is pretty good, actually. It, yeah, it is. What do you think about name. ranking it against Miley Cyrus's, which I actually think is a really good name, um, her character in Black Mirror, Ashley O. Oh, I thought you were going to see Hannah Montana. And I was I like, was like Hannah, Hannah Montana's better than everything. Um, Ashley, I think oh, oh my God, I forgot. I don't. Ashley is like not a pop star name. I know, me. but like Ashley O, I kind of like. Tell okay, Ashley Tisdale, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It's all right. I think Cavill is a little bit better, but yeah. it's all right. Yeah. All right. Um, best cameo. There were, yeah, a couple random people in this. I think the manager, Samuel Tarley. And <laughs> we both just decided not to find out his real name. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a really quick Google search. His name is John Bradley. Um, oh, sorry, John. John Bradley. I like it is completely different genre. I was like, yeah, be like the uptight manager of JLo. Yeah. Sure. It sure. was weird. It was yeah. a weird choice, but he was fine. I, yeah. 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 Great. Okay. Um, cool. Amelia? I just, I love Hoda Kotb. I think she's great. She's the host of the Today Show. She did. She's still the host of the fourth hour with Hoda and Jenna, except I reject Jenna Bush and I miss Kathy Lee Gifford, where she and Hoda would get drunk every uh, at 9 a.m. Um, really great stuff. So yeah. I love Hoda. I love yeah. Hoda. She's great. Uh, I was did not answer this question. Someone gave me Jamila Jamil. Uh, it's is, okay, Kate. You can you can say that. You can you don't have to hide yeah. behind these uh, lies. I actually was making dinner. I think during her scene and I did not see her. Oh my God. I think she showed up for like two seconds in black lipstick. What was her role? Why why was she there? Just backstage hand. She was like, yeah. Kind of like put a hand where she was like kind of flirting. And then Jayla was like, oh my God, you'll never change. But inside her head. Oh wow. That's her big role, huh? Uh Yeah. Damn. Tough. I was shocked out there for our girl. Shocked to see her. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, Next category, last category, tea time's unanswerable questions. This first one is a real thinker. So, Amelia, go ahead. Uh, It's kind of crazy. So, Tom Holland went on Late Night with Seth Meyers, and they were, like, hamming it up, you know, doing his thing. And he randomly says during, like, I don't know, it's like five minutes into this interview, and he's like, I will give you a spoiler. And I'm not going to tell you who, but one of us has a fake ass in their suit. You can figure it out for yourself. Um, and Seth Meyers is like, what? Huh? And Tom Holland was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not telling anyone. I'm not telling you who it is. But I remember being on set and being like, 
wow, oh, hang on a minute. No, that's not real. And he is staying tight-lipped on who it is, but it's clearly either him. Well, he's saying it's not him, but I I personally think he's trying to get ahead of the story. Um, uh, Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire. And I pose this question to people in the Tea Time chat as well as in one of my other team chats. And people were like, I don't know. It could. It, there are several answers, obviously, but there are a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasoning behind there each are. one. Let's talk about them. Please. Let's go through some of the reasoning. Okay. First of all, Tom Holland, I think, has always been too jacked to play a high school nerd. Uh, he has a lot of muscles. And I don't think that he he's does. probably struggling as much as the other two in the butt department. So I feel like for the sake of debate, we can move him to the side. Okay. Um, See, I think he I like is kind of sneaky. Yeah. It, it, he's sneaky. He like wants to be hot for Zendaya. And he's just like, yeah, um, I don't know who it was, but it wasn't me. You know? <laughs> okay. All right. So that's your argument for Tom. Okay. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Uh, Andrew Garfield, I believe you also thought was a possibility. Right. Skinny, skinny. guy. Yeah. 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 However, I feel like that's part of his Spider-Man's vibe. Sure. Like, do you think, I feel like they would have to pad out the rest of the suit if they were padding his butt. Oh, okay. And it's not like he was like, someone had fake muscles. He just mentioned the fake butt. Right. Right. That's actually fair. You can't have big butt, little butt. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can, but (laughs) uh, not in this context. Um, So then that leaves us with Tobey Maguire, who I, I think is the strongest candidate. He's the oldest. He, you know, probably hasn't been hitting the gym as often as perhaps the other two who are active sure. movie stars in Hollywood. Uh, and I feel like maybe he needed a little bit of a lift in the butts apartment. Thoughts? That is, I think that uh, you've swayed me, I think. Have she, has she? I you think, were thinking Tom Holland for sure. I, I know. I just, he's sneaky. No when he smelted Delta to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's that is true. Who is, your, who is your money on, Liz Kelly? Um, my money is on, hmm, I'm going to say Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Wow, you're both so wrong. <laughs> well, we'll see. And now it's, I mean, I actually really appreciate um, him for giving us this like juicy piece of news. I feel like this is the first like fun thing that's come out of like yeah. one of these interviews in a long time. Yeah. Uh, however, I will now be staring at all three of these people's butts, the whole movie, trying to <laughs> yep. see it's who true. it is. So it's true. Oh, it's I think it hits Disney Plus next month. Oh, really? Uh, wow. So we, ha- you know, can go frame by frame and really analyze. <laughs> Maybe uh, it is Andrew Garfield because Tobey Maguire is like more like, well, I don't know. Actually, I feel very scammy. Everybody's bodies, they could, you know, maybe every one of them. We'll has probably it. get comments being like, you wouldn't analyze women's fake butts. And it's like, have you listened to this podcast before? That's all we do. <laughs> so love to oh discuss it. We are equal opportunity butt discussers. It's true. It's uh, true. All right, let's uh, segue to other superhero news. My unanswerable question is, are Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson hot enough to overcome their obvious lack of chemistry on this Batman press Mm. tour? Obviously, I think in recent months, recent years, uh, I I just like this, these sort of like viral chemistry moments have been really Mm. important in sort of social media coverage on these press tours. I think the one that comes to mind is... Oscar, Oscar Isaac and yeah, Jessica Chastain yeah. 
who are both happily married to other people. Right. And it's not like people were like, oh, they're having an affair. But they had this moment on the red carpet where they were like locking eyes and like he like kissed her arm and yeah. people talked about it, it for sensual. weeks, for yeah. weeks. And I just feel like pe- they try to, you know, these days on on press tours and stuff, you don't ha- they don't have to be dating or anything. There just has to be kind of these moments where it's like, whoa, like they've got something going on. And I there is a void between Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. and Robert Pattinson. They were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, uh, the digital cover mm-hmm. of Entertainment Weekly, I think last week. And it was like this moving cover where like she right. like kind of touched his arm and they kind of like got really close and were like breathing each other's air. And it was obviously supposed to be like this sexy moment. And I was like, these two are friends at best. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's weird because obviously they're so like, very attractive, sexy people. And I think they're capable of having chemistry with other people. I just, I'm like, these two are like work colleagues. I don't think they're not, I don't mean, I think they're friendly, but Uh even like interviews together where like they've been talking about each other, like kind of bantering. I'm like, it's just not there. Uh And I guess my question is like, can they overcome this? I've been looking forward to this press tour for a long time. And I think the outfits are going to be great. And I, you know, I, 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 I'm sure the the profiles have been great and all of that, but like, do we need the chemistry to make this a true success or like, can they do it without it? I'm going to say, yes, they can do it without it because we have also talked about the press tours where it's just like buddy, buddy, good cop, bad cop game. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys aren't all, well, maybe (laughs) they are, but just I'm getting kind of tired of the like four people in a seat and they're all joking and they're all talking about whatever. So maybe this is good. Maybe they should just do like independently hot, independently amazing actors. Like, and just stay in the lane and go forward and not have, you don't have to cross yeah. over every single time. You know what I mean? That's true. We don't That's need true. like Zoe Kravitz in Robert Pattinson's Instagram comments, you know, like right. being like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually, that's refreshing. I agree with that. It's, you know, just be movie stars. You don't have to be secretly exactly. in love or whatever. You both That's are dating. True. Great. Yeah, Channing, Channing does not need to watch his back. Like it's fine. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, That's I a good point. About okay. What about I you? Feel better. What do you think? No, I agree. I agree 100% with you. It's like, you know, we don't we don't always need it. It's going to yeah, be good enough without it. Like just yeah, the, the exactly. looks, their interviews, mm-hmm. like having totally. them be in the spotlight. So I think we should I just agree. be yeah, grateful. Great. Thank you. I feel better. Great. Um, I'm cleansing this whole podcast, especially the butt conversation. <laughs> I need to cleanse at least the category um, by having a little food question. Because Ooh. I feel like we... We got our eyes on all the weird flavors that are like coming out in foods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this week, um, a new like Easter 2022 collection of jelly beans came out. And um, I want your guys' thoughts on it. So the flavors, the inspiration is late night taco truck. And here are the flavors. You got beef taco, salsa, <sighs> guacamole, churro, and horchata and margarita. Okay, so, so three horrifying and three good. Right. There are two sweet. Yeah. Or, or three sweet. Three is maybe probably good. fine. Yeah. 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 And then their whole thing is that you can combine them to make like a meal where no. you can put like, like guac, <laughs> salsa and taco and eat that at the I same mean. time. <laughs> or like a churro and horchata for like a bite and a drink. You know what I mean? You guys yeah. have that. What color? What color is the beef taco one? Is oh. it just beef brown? taco's like probably a brown, brown speckled, speckled though. Speckled brown. Okay. okay. Yeah. The That's guac so is cursed. green speckled. The, sure. you know, the horchata is the most appealing looking one. It's just white, but. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? No, it's a no. I, I mean, the the <laughs> three sweet ones sound good. Horchata and churro and margarita jelly that, beans are probably good. Yeah, agreed. Um, what sounds the worst to you, Kate? 
We've talked <laughs> <laughs> talk about jelly beans before. <laughs> oh my god! Why did I, why why did like, I ask? <laughs> You were like, I'm cleansing this category. And then you were like, beef taco, <laughs> jelly beans. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, sorry. Oh, I tried. All right. Well, maybe we should just wrap there. <laughs> I tried to fail. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. thank you guys for listening. That'll do it for this week. Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wettmeyer. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.